Aerosmith's Steven Tyler, 74, says he spent $6 million on cocaine in his lifetime. I mean, like, just, just think about that for a second. $6 million on something that is wasted, like, immediately. Like, what? What? Like, people will barely ever see six million, potentially ever, in their whole life. And he wasted this on something that he put up his nose. Like, think about that. So let's check out this clip. Was it true that you you think that you blew something like $20 million on drugs? No, probably realistically, you know, five or six. Oh, Lord. So Steven Tyler is a persuasive dude. In 1975, when the Aerosmith singer was 27, he shacked up with a 16-year-old groupie, Julia Holcomb, and convinced the girl's mother to sign over guardianship to him. That's kind of... Uh... Iffy. He had mentioned that he wanted guardianship papers so I could travel across state lines when he was on tour. Hocom wrote in 2011 on com. I had told him my mother would not sign me over to him. I asked him how he had got her to do it. He said, I told her I needed them for you to enroll in school. The teen became pregnant after Tyler threw her birth control off the balcony of a hotel room. While he was traveling the country and playing concerts, the couple's apartment caught fire with Holcomb, then five months along inside. Choking on smoke, she crawled to the door, which she wrote had three locks on it. Stephen insisted on keeping these locked at all times because he usually kept drugs in the house and he had suffered a break-in at our previous apartment. Unsure how she got out, Holcomb recalled waking up in the hospital and doctors had told her the baby seemed fine, but Tyler told me that I needed to have an abortion because of the smoke damage to my lungs and the oxygen deprivation I had suffered, she wrote. Holcomb said she did not want to abort the pregnancy, but I began to feel like life was caving in on me. I had no health insurance or money and did not believe Stephen intended to help provide for our baby or me. He had not been providing medical care for me up to that time. After the procedure... When the nurse would leave the room, Tyler was snorting cocaine on the table beside my bed. The two broke up in 1977, but it would be six more years before Tyler went to rehab for his addictions. The first of at least nine times the singer has tried to get clean. It was announced Tuesday that Tyler, 74, recently voluntarily checked himself into rehab once again. A statement from Aerosmith revealed that Tyler relapsed on pain meds to deal with foot surgery for a painful injury from decades of high-flying performances. In his 2004 autobiography, Does the Noise in My Head Bother You?, Tyler writes about how he began abusing substances around the age of 16. He was so into drugs that he set his alarm clock for 4 a.m., drop acid, fall back to sleep, and then be tripping two hours later when he started his day. As his band found success, things only got wilder. He told Rolling Stone about riding a roller coaster with Jimi Hendrix as they both amplified the experience by doing poppers, chemical inhalants containing amyl nitrate, nitrate, 
nitrate, which provide quick rushes of euphoria. Fame only drove Tyler to chase highs more. more. You hear your record on the radio and get caught up in the wildness of it all. You do a little blow, he said. And some beautiful girl and her girlfriend decide to enjoy each other as they whip out a needle and you try shooting coke as they're getting blown. But snowboarding stuff was fine with Tyler as well. Just to keep things fun, he wrote the band and crew would spell each person's name in chopped up blow, then sniff up their personalized badges. Considering that Tyler's real last name is Tarusio, he'd get plenty. Publicly, Tyler was un- unabashed about his proclivities. Early in his career, bo- uh, before the band cruised on private jets, the singer would do his coke off airplane tray tables. I tell you what's fun, Tyler told The Guardian in 2015, finding the right stewardess, stewardess and turning her upside down in the back of the plane. Other in-flight activity involved his former girlfriend, singer, and one-time Playboy model, B.B. Buell. As Tyler wrote in his memoir, he once had Baby or B.B. draw a W on each of my <laughs> butt cheeks, so if drug enforcement... <coughs> So if drug enforcement agents checked me and asked me to bend over, it would read, wow, in any language. Buell secretly had a daughter. The actress lived Tyler with the Aerosmith singer, but kept the girl from him for years because of his addictions. Liv, who grew up thinking singer Todd Rundgren was her dad, first met her father when she was 9 or 10 years old. During the Haywire, 1970s, Tyler found a kindred spirit in the hard-parting John Belushi. Tyler once recalled being in a cab with a Saturday Night Live star. When the driver asked where they wanted to go, Belushi shouted back, Cocaine! The two found it at Studio 54. So deep was Tyler's addiction to blow that he couldn't even get himself straight to sing the star-spinkled banner before a 2004 Red Sox game in his hometown of Boston. As he wrote in his memoir, he was high as a kite as the local National Guard flew F-16 jets overhead, and the words were melting like candle wax against the blue sky. Heroin was less of a party drug for Tyler. I was never a fan of shooting heroin, he wrote. I did it once in my vein. Mostly, I shot it in my butt. Displaying little pride in the midst of druggy desperation, the singer's need for substances earned him the nickname Spider. Resembling an arachnid, he wrote, I would crawl on the floor looking for a piece of free base, a precursor to crack cocaine that I thought I dropped but probably already smoked. I was always looking for things that weren't there. But the party has not come cheaply besides a fiscal toll. Tyler once lost cautionness during a performance in no less than the Grateful Dead's Jerry Garcia deemed Aerosmith, the druggiest band in the business, there has been a financial one. Tyler once estimated that he'd blown some $6 million on cocaine in his lifetime, and that does not include what he spent on substances such as heroin, weed, and meth. And a notorious groupie magnet, Tyler has admitted that drugs trumped sex most of the time. When a TMZ reporter asked how many women he slept with, Tyler demurred and said, I was too busy getting high. So, let's see. Comments. What a shame that a still super talented artist can still be a fool at 74 years old and still into substance. There's no fool like an old fool. They don't care about their own families that love them. All they care about 
is that next package? Is he aware that with that money he sponsored violence, death, poverty, and corruption for years? People who do drugs do not think that way. Lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah, 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 we've heard it all numerous times before. If not from Tyler, then from Perry. Tyler has been a jerk throughout his entire career. Watch the documentary about Kansas to hear about how disrespectful to other bands he was. He's 74, time to grow up and quit being so selfish. Exactly, he didn't relapse, he chose to use again. You're famous, made tons of money, and you still can't stay off drugs. Who cares? His narcissistic, self-absorbed self is of what value? Who cares? A real piece of human debris when so many in the world and in life deal with real life and death issues versus prancing, faded rock and roll, rollicking with drugs. Used to work out at the Hotel Nico Fitness Center in San Francisco during lunch in the late 80s. Aerosmith was in town on a national tour. They were staying at the Clift House about a block away, which didn't have a good gym. Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, and Joey Kramer stopped by and worked out the days they were in town. Joe was pretty aloof, not rude or anything, just wanted to be left alone, which I did. But Joey and Steven were two of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. To get a chance to shoot the breeze with members of arguably the biggest rock and roll band in American history was simply mind-blowing. Almost as mind-blowing as the crazy clothes Steven was wearing while working out. Heard he's in rehab, hope he gets through it and stays clean as he's simply a wonderful person. I spent thousands on blow back in the day and lived to talk about it. I'm surprised he doesn't have a deviated symptom after all that Peruvian marching powder. Interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts. I thought this would be an interesting read because, I mean, it makes you really wonder how you would react in your day-to-day life if you had so much fame, right, and so much money available to you that for the most part that you could pretty much do whatever you want to do if you wanted to do it without basically any restrictions on you because you have so much influence and so much money, right? Because a lot of things that he was doing was extremely illegal and yet he was still doing it and nothing really happened to him at all. So it's just very interesting when you really uh, think about it. Feel free to give your thoughts, but blowing $6 million on blow is pretty crazy because that type of money, a lot of people could retire on. Just saying.